Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Julie and Corey, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you guys? We're great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. I'm excited. You know, this is this is a new territory for me. I have not interviewed two people at once yet, so I'm excited. I'm excited to speak to you both. Now we're going to make this real easy for you. <laughs> yeah, and Julie do. usually does most of the talking anyway. So, <laughs> well, Julie, then why don't you kick us off by telling everyone you know who you guys are, what you guys do for a living, and then give us a, a win happening in your life right now. Okay. Well, listen, who we are, (laughs) Corey Harris and Julie Traxler, and we, well, we got a lot going on. So together we have two businesses. We have SB Pace, which is dedicated to small business owners, typically 20 employees or less. And we focus on, we do coaching and consulting, and we're really helping small business owners to become more efficient and to be able to scale their business with stability. And our number one core value is we don't sell stuff you don't need. So we are always trying to fire ourselves. And our second business is called Certivium. And that is in, that is focused on social media management and customer engagement. And we went to market with that business because we had clients who needed solutions and there was nothing in the market that actually worked for their price points. So we created that business out of a need for our clients. And we're really proud of really proud of both businesses. Corey's in the process of opening a restaurant. So he needed one more thing to add to his plate. Mm. And we have a podcast, BizQuick, and we have a weekly live national radio show. So we have a few things going on. I actually feel stressed and anxious just listening to you describe all that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that's great. The restaurant's interesting. Why the restaurant? Is that just a, a dream of yours or? You could say that. It's just in my blood. I, I've had 14 years of restaurant experience prior to leaving the industry and getting into consulting and, and working for larger companies. And I was probably out of the industry for a couple of years and, and just got that itch. I, I wanted to go back as nice as it was to have weekends off and, you know, work the so-called nine to five. I just, I really just missed it and decided that I didn't want to have a day off ever again. <laughs> yeah, let's work every day in long hours. That's <laughs> perfect. So I, I, this is going to get away from my normal flow because I like to talk about morning routines at the start. But now that we're on this topic, I just have a question I think will be important for my audience of, of morning upgraders around like time management and delegation. Like now that you have all these businesses, the podcast, the shows, now you're going to have the restaurant. What's going to, how are you going to pull that off? Like what's going to enable you to carve off all that time to work on the restaurant? I think there's some business lessons in there. Well, so for myself and Julie, I mean, we've, this is obviously not a surprise. That's not something that you just jump into. It's, there's a lot of work that goes into it. And so we, for us, it was all about just communication and staying on the same page and just getting to the point where, you know, I, we even just had a conversation right before this where we were going through the schedule and I was like, look, I can't do this anymore and I can't do that. And, you know, so we're, we're cutting things out of our daily routines that things that, okay, well, we just don't need to do that anymore. Julie's taking on additional responsibilities. And then for me, I'm just trying to figure out how to make it work. So knowing the restaurant industry as I do, the hardest part is committing to times of the days to be available for stuff. So, uh, you know, if we have a client that says, oh, we need a 4 p.m. meeting every day, I simply can't do that because I never know, not every day, but like every Thursday, 
I can't do that because I never know what's going to happen on a Thursday. So we're shifting a lot of that kind of work to Julie with who has a more flexible schedule. And then I'm sticking to kind of the back end stuff that I can do at odd hours of the day when I have time. But I think communication and it is being transparent and, and upfront is, is going to make this successful. I want to just jump in and add one other thing. Sure. So you know, when we started SP Pace, we really, you know, we made that critical mistake that a lot of new businesses make where we thought everyone was our customer and we wanted to do everything for everybody. And Corey opening the restaurant has really forced us to be very, very intentional about not only the clients we want to work with, but the type of work that we're going to do. So we have, we started probably July of last year already looking at what are the changes we're going to have to start to make in order to scale Corey back, still be able to run SB Pace, support our clients, but make sure that we're supporting our clients in the best way possible and that we're doing work that we could continue to do even if Corey had zero availability for SB Pace. So an exercise that I think all businesses should get to eventually is, are we really focusing on the things that matter? We were we were forced into it because the restaurant is a priority. And so looking at our business from that perspective, I think has been very beneficial for us because now we're only doing things that we really, really love and that we're really good at and that we know will bring value to the marketplace. And we're not, we're not, we're not pretending anymore that we're all things to everybody. Makes total sense. A lot, a lot of left, a lot of lessons in there in the last few minutes. I love the idea of getting crystal clear on what you should be spending your time on. It's something that I'm focused on this year with my businesses. Like, am I working on things that really matter and uh, that are tied to, you know, my goals and, and the vision of the of the businesses? And so I think that's that's a really huge takeaway, Julie. So let's go to uh, let's go to personal development for a little bit. I'll probably come back to business, um, but let's talk about your morning routines. Uh, what does that look like for you guys? I'll go first on this one. I am. So my morning is, is this is going to sound probably a little hokey to some some of your listeners, but the first thing that I do every morning when I wake up, I have a, I have a very solid routine in the morning. And it is, I set a timer on my phone for 13 minutes and 47 seconds. And I spend that 13 minutes and 47 seconds divided between gratitude, prayer, and visualization. And then when that's done, every morning I listen to the Morning Wire podcast, 15 minutes, get my bit of news. I drink coffee and do my big social media posts in the morning. And then I go to the gym. And it is when that routine gets messed up, which it does every Thursday for our radio show, it throws me off for the entire day. But that's that's my morning routine and it works really well for me and sets me up for a for a good successful day. Why 13 minutes and 47 seconds? Gotta ask. Well, I don't like even numbers. And I have found that I need that extra 47 seconds to get situated to make sure I get all 13 minutes in. I started with like seven minutes. It wasn't enough. Then I went to nine, then 11. And now I'm at 13 and 13 is perfect. Usually I wrap up with about seven seconds left. Man, super interesting. My morning routine is about 20 to 25 minutes, but I like that. It's a, a morning wire. I haven't heard that before. So I'm, I, I have a, an email newsletter that I, I read every morning to get my news, but I like the idea of a podcast too. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah, it's a great podcast. Corey, what about you? 
so I'm more of a night owl. So mornings for me, I'm probably the worst, not the worst, but not the, the best guest to have on for this. For the longest time, uh, you know, I was working nights. I was uh, managing a bar and, and my, I was going to bed usually when most people were getting up to start their morning routines. <laughs> but for me, like for the most part, and with just everything kind of being chaotic and across the board, the only thing that's consistent in my daily routine, and it throws my day off completely if I don't get it, is I have to ease into the day. I have to ease into my morning. And that's usually about 20 to 30 minutes of like just laying in bed. I'm not going back to sleep, but like I, I can't just get up and get going. And if I do, it, it, it ruins my day. So like when I wake up and I'm late for something and I have to hop out of bed and go just jump right at it, it, it really screws me up. So yeah, that's for me. It's it's different every morning, but it's it, I don't like to get that first twenty minutes of my day feeling rushed. So even if it's just read the news for a couple of minutes and then slowly make my way downstairs to, to make some coffee or whatever it is, I just have to ease into my day. Otherwise, I'm I'm ruined. I like the fact you have the nighttime routine though. It's kind of, you guys have like the bookends, the morning and the night. What what do you do at night? For me, I'm usually still working. So before we had the restaurant, it was you know like I got go to the gym, make dinner, finish up whatever work I'm doing. You know, most nights I'm still on my computer and, and granted, cause that's pretty much where I do everything. I'm 99% of my meals are eaten at my computer when I'm home, you know, finishing up everything for the day, catching up on everything that I need to catch up for the weekend uh, or for that week or the following morning. And then, you know, I spend some time relaxing. So, you know, I always get, try to get something in at the end of the day, whether it's sit down to watch, you know, some TV or, or, you know, just catch up on sports that happen for the day, whatever it is, just, you know, those hours from midnight until I make it to into bed is usually just relaxing time before I start my next day. I don't usually ask this question, but because you guys, uh, it sounds like you have like a very full schedule, obviously with all the businesses, how do you turn off? I, I know this is a common problem for most business owners, but how do you turn off? How do you relax? And you mentioned watching TV and whatnot, but is there anything that you guys do that really just turns your brain off so you can relax and, and uh, get rejuvenated? For me, no, not really. I will, you know, try and I read every day, but they're all business books. I most podcasts that I listen to are business related podcasts. My rule is I don't work on I try not to ever work on a Saturday. I'll take the whole day because as Corey can attest, if I if Julie works seven days in a row, by the time you hit like day 11 or 12, I'm just really difficult to be around. So <laughs> I can I can manage it that way. And a lot of times, you know, if you it's not uncommon for people to wake up in the middle of the night and be feeling all sorts of stress or like, oh, I forgot to do something or being anxious. And I have just recently within like the last probably six months found a, a way to deal with that is when I wake up and I'm feeling super anxious or stressed, but I immediately go to gratitude and that will calm my brain down enough that I can fall back asleep. I try not to spend too much time stressed or worried, especially in the evening, but I'm not great at it. I don't have the most exciting personal life. I haven't for like the last two years, but it's, you know, it's a sacrifice that I think a lot of entrepreneurs willingly make. Yeah, I mean, I think there's seasons to life, right? You guys are just in the busy season trying to build the businesses and working longer hours than you might want to or might have to in the future or did earlier. So I think there's a seasons in life, right? That's, uh, I think that's the way it goes. Yeah, definitely. For me, I've found that there's a significant difference in the amount of stress and the type of stress I have when I'm doing physical work versus 
like desk work basically. And I call it like desk work being, um, meetings, like a lot of like just communications type stuff, emails, text messages, phone calls, all of that type of stuff that drains me significantly more than, than physical work. I could go work out in my yard for 12 hours or go into the restaurant and prep food for the, you know, six hours in the morning. And I might be sore. I might be a little bit physically tired, but mentally, like I'm, I'm still ready to go. But if I had to sit through six hours of phone calls and meetings and, and all of that, like I'm, I'm just done for the day. So for me, as crazy as it sounds like doing physical work is the best way for me to actually unwind because I can't be on my phone. I can't be answering emails. I can't be doing all of those things that really just like stress me out and just drain me mentally. Do you feel like a physical, the physical work feeds your, your energy, feeds your happiness? I mean, I say, yes, it it does. I mean, everything, like if you were to ask me what my hobbies are, they all involve doing something physical, you know, like whether it's working in the yard or or hiking or or just doing something, uh, you know, moving. I do like to relax. Everybody likes to relax at the end of the day, but you know, it's not like I'm going to go mow my lawn at one in the morning. That physical stuff definitely does. Even though it drains me physically, it it recharges me mentally. I like to ask about the meaning of life. It's a, it's a personal question, meaning like your view and it's going to be different than my view. What about you guys? Are you on the same page with the meaning of life? Or if not, maybe we take turns and, and talk on that topic for a minute. I'm going to guess we're probably not on the same page. Corey's very logical and um, more, you know, you know, sort of on the, I don't know, I I believe in something bigger. So for me, the meaning of life, I've honestly never contemplated it before, but I would say this, I'll keep it really simple. I think the point is to have fun and help others. That to Hmm. me is the meaning of life. I like that, Corey. What do you think? Yeah, and I, I'm kind of on the same page there because you know I, I I don't I don't I don't know if there is a meaning, and it's not something that I'd ever really contemplated because it's it's for me it's it's just about controlling the chaos, surviving, and and just doing something fulfilling. Like you, there's a ton of stuff in the world you can't control, so there's no reason to stress over that. For me, I need to get better at not stressing over the little things that I can control as much as I do. But I mean, just in general, it, it's it's just improving, continuing to move forward. It's you know never settling for the status quo. Yeah, great answers, guys. I appreciate that. So I've got one last question for the both of you. I want, and then we can wrap up with you telling everyone how they can learn more about about you both. You mentioned before about scaling businesses. That's one of the things you help your clients with. And so I know that could be a topic we talk for thirty minutes about. But in the next in one or two minutes, just whatever comes to mind, like your your best advice for for small businesses in general, because I know it depends, but in general, some scaling advice, what would you say say to someone? All right, I will go first on this one. And my advice for small business owners who are looking to scale is to not be in too big of a hurry and to make sure that they are well positioned to do so. So frequently we hear, you know, somebody trying to sell to a small business owner, like, Hey, I can help you 10 X or five X or whatever your revenue. And most small businesses aren't set up to be able to absorb that type of a growth because they don't have the right foundation in place, don't have the right systems and processes in place. So I would say be very intentional and it's okay to take your time scaling and growing because that growth will come, but it's always going to bring challenges with it. That's a really good point. People want to grow, but they don't 
they don't think about do they have the infrastructure in place to handle the growth. So that was a great answer, Julie. Appreciate that. Yeah. What about you, Corey? Julie stole all of the answers there. Um, <laughs> so I'm just gonna, just going to expand upon one. Um, and it's the, one of the topics that I love to talk about most. And it's just the processes in your business. It, you're never too small, whether in terms of revenue or employees, or even if it's just yourself, to document your processes because it gives you easily repeatable steps. It gives you training materials. It gives you all of the different things that you need to find out when you start growing, where your bottlenecks are or where they're going to be. You don't have to solve for them now, but just being aware of the fact that this is going to be a problem at a point gets you you know, so far ahead of the game that you're not surprised when it becomes one. So documenting your processes, reviewing them, understanding them, and then just updating them because a lot of times we'd like to just kind of set it and forget it. And then, you know, you realize that you haven't looked at this thing in five years. So why did you even bother doing the work in the first place? So that constant improvement and just is going to help you be prepared for when you start to grow and, and to deal with those growing pains. Yeah. It's the honestly growing and making that transition from being owner-driven to process-driven is the hardest transition for small business owners to make. Um, excruciatingly difficult for most people because it's a lot of upfront work and then it's the ability to let go and and let other people make decisions and be in control. And it's it's a challenge for people. Yeah, I imagine that's where your services come in. So I appreciate all the time, guys. This is the time flew by. You made me laugh a bunch of times. So uh, this was fun. If someone wants to connect with you both, where should we send them? SBPace.com. Easy enough. And it'll be in the show notes. Thank you both. Thanks, yep, Ryan. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.